It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of Let's Ride. I'm Jeff Hartman, your host here for this morning, Monday, Wednesday, Friday show titled Let's Ride. If you're wondering, what in the heck did he get with that title? Hey, it started back with Joey Porter back when he was with the Steelers. He would say, who ride? They would respond, we ride. Who ride? We ride. Let's ride on three, one, two, three, let's ride. That's where it came from. I hope you're enjoying your week. I hope you're enjoying the new platform for those on our audio platforms, wherever you listen, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, you name it, we're everywhere. I hope you are enjoying the fresh content that is Dave Schofield Stat Geek that was Thursday morning, Brian Anthony Davis's uh, Steelers Retro Show on Tuesdays, and of course, my Let's Ride Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Now, today... We're going to be talking about something that I've kind of teased. I'm not sure you want to call it a tease, but I said I would talk about this at some point. And now's the time. And that is coronavirus, COVID-19, the world that we live in right now that seems very odd and out of place, uh, especially in the sports world, for a lot of different reasons. Now, I want to make sure that everyone understands a couple things before we get started. Number one, The headline and the title of this episode is why the NFL season will go off as scheduled. Okay, that is the title. That is what we're going to stick to. I also want to make it very clear, and I've said this on other shows before. I am a very optimistic person. I am a guy. I'm a man who sees things as always working out for the good. I am a glass half full 
person. I am not a pessimist. Never have been, never will be. I'm a person that no matter how dire the situation, there's still a chance. When the Steelers are down by 14 points with a minute 30 left, there's still a chance that they can score a quick touchdown, get an onside kick, and then tie the game. That's how I view life, okay? I understand that the reality of the situation is just that, the reality, but I am in nature a very optimistic person. Keep that in mind as you hear me go off throughout this show, but I am going to try to stick to the facts, not my opinion on the coronavirus or COVID-19. I am going to really do my best, and I think I've done that. I'm going to do that. Stick to the facts and give you nothing but the facts as regards to the NFL, their return, Is it going to be successful? How's it going to be successful? And also some lingering questions that are still need that still need to be answered, period. But let's start off with the facts. We know that the NFL has had the luxury of time since mid-March when everything got shut down. March Madness shut down. NBA shut down. I remember I was doing a show with Lance Williams on a Wednesday night. Standard is a standard. And then all of a sudden... people were in the live chat saying, holy cow, the NBA just shut down. And and we are listening, reading this, thinking, what? What in the world are you talking about? Lo and behold, it was the Utah Jazz that one of their players tested positive, and next thing you know, everything shut down. The NHL followed suit, and all of a sudden, Major League Baseball, spring training was shut down, and players were basically sent home. Since then, a lot has changed. We've had the NBA and NHL both return to play successfully in a bubble. The Orlando, Florida area is where we have the NBA playoffs going on. Toronto and Edmonton in Canada is where the NHL playoffs are going on. I believe it was just Wednesday or Thursday of this week, the National Hockey League stated that they have zero positive tests. The bubble is working. This is what everyone was hoping for. The one thing you don't want to do is start something and not be able to finish it. Which leads me to Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball, because they, uh, it, it made me sick that the issues with baseball were not necessarily based on safety and protocol. It was too much squabbling about money, too much squabbling about paychecks and guarantees and all this stuff. I understand that's part of the business. But at the same time, they basically kicked the can way down the street. And at some point, you're going to have to pick it up. And they finally did. They agreed to a 60-game schedule, and they have had serious issues. Now, the, the big difference here is that they are blazing a trail that the other two, NBA and NHL, are not having to deal with, and that is they are not in a bubble. There was talk that there was going to be bubbles for baseball down in Florida and Arizona, basically sticking to their spring training locales, and they would just compete that way. They decided against it. They're traveling around, and two teams in particular, the St. Louis Cardinals and the Florida Marlins, have had outbreaks within their organization. It has caused a lot of different issues, okay? Those are facts, and we're going to get back to baseball here in a second. So now you have the NFL. They're back in training camp. All 32 teams are back, and they're trying to get their bearings as regards to protocols, testing, etc. Now, daily testing. This came out on Thursday. The NFL is currently testing every single player personnel 
every single day. And they extended that. They were only going to do that until uh, I think it was actually next week. But they decided, you know, let's be uber precautious. Let's do the best that we can to get ahead of this if we can. And so they extended the daily testing to September 6th. That's right before the very first game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Houston Texans. And this was a precautionary measure. I don't want you sitting in your car listening. Oh, man, they're doing this till September 6th. They must be concerned. No precautions. Okay, so Thursday, the NFL chief medical officer, Alan Sills, released the very first round of data since training camp started. Listen to these numbers. So far, all personnel, we're talking front office personnel, coaches, trainers, medical staff, players, 109,075 total tests have been given. The positivity rate, which is the one, the big metric that all states and local per, you know, municipalities are focusing on is the positivity rate is a whopping 0.46%. That's right, less than 1% positivity rate. That is remarkable, and it's also very, very promising. Next, let's go to league-wide testing that's 9,983 tested league-wide to start camp. Those are players. Okay, 170 positives. That's 1.7% positivity rate. 53, I'm sorry, those are just total personnel. 53 of 2,840 players, 1.9% positivity. So there's 9,983 tested league-wide. Those are your total personnel since the start of camp, they've had a 1.7% positivity and uh, amongst just as total personnel and amongst just players, 1.9%. Again, these are really promising numbers, really promising numbers. And so this is all going to come into the picture here as we talk about the NFL starting off and going off a schedule. But let's go back to Major League Baseball for a second. They have had issues. They've had major issues. So Major League Baseball, I talked about the Cardinals and the Marlins as the two teams that have really had outbreaks on their, within their organization. And you have heard about some really reckless behavior, especially with the Marlins, as it pertains to when they were in Philadelphia, and this is where this all got started. Players that tested positive, there was the text chain that went around basically saying, hey, we have some guys that tested positive. They feel fine. What do you all want to do? And they said, let's play anyways. That can't happen. And so what's happened is you had the Marlins and now the Cardinals have had to postpone series. They're having to push everything back. Look, when they're having 60 games in such a short amount of time, you can only play so many doubleheaders. And because of that, you're already putting a strain on the pitching staff. And, and I'm not trying to get into a bunch of baseball talk here. This is just logistics of it. It makes you wonder how the NFL is going to handle something like that. But still, here's my question about Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball, before all this stuff got started, they decided they were going to have expanded rosters. And they're also going to have basically a taxi squad that teams can call players up if certain players test positive. I totally get 
if a player tests positive, you have to put the push the pause button and make sure that it hasn't spread throughout the clubhouse. But once you've done that, why would you have the expanded rosters in the taxi squad if you're not going to use it? Major League Baseball's biggest failure right now has been that the protocols that they're putting in place in regards to personnel, they haven't been using. Now, what's really funny, it's, I shouldn't say funny, that's the wrong way of putting it. What's really comical is that the Marlins, who were not supposed to be a good team, they're not a good team. All their big star players, their high, big, you know, the known players on their team, if they've been quarantined and told to go home until they test negative, these minor leaguers that are coming up are winning games for them. But they're finally starting to use the protocols that they put in place. The NFL as I said at the start of the show, has always been afforded the luxury of time. They've been able to look at the NHL. They've been able to look at the NBA. And they've really been able to look at Major League Baseball and kind of taken a step back and say, what are they doing? What are they doing well? What are they doing wrong? And how can we adjust accordingly? And that's been really, really valuable. For some reason, there was a narrative about the NFL uh, really was right at the start of, uh, you know, training camps were getting ready to gear up. And there was a lot of major publications and online story, online websites that were saying, I can't believe the NFL hasn't gotten their protocol together yet. Well, first and foremost, just because we haven't heard about it, meaning we, the fans, we, the websites of the world, just because we haven't heard about it didn't mean it wasn't there. And so, the NFL had had protocols in place and then they wanted to wait until the very last second before they said, you know what? We feel comfortable with this. We've, we've learned enough about other leagues getting back to what they do. And we also have learned a lot more than and let's be honest, science and, and all that medicine. We know so much more now about the coronavirus and COVID-19 compared to when we first shut down in mid-March. And so they were able to take all of that, and then the biggest issue was, can they get the players on board? The players, they definitely gave a lot to the players, meaning they canceled the preseason. They agreed to ramp up terms and padded practices and protocols and testing and all of that stuff. The two sides for once came together and said, okay, we agree on this. Let's go. And that was when the players did the whole, we want to play hashtag on Twitter. You had big name players like Patrick Mahomes saying, look, we want to play, but you all are going to have to help us get there. And it seemed like for once they finally did get there. And so it's good to see that they're back. They, they, this, For instance, the Pittsburgh Steelers have been in training camp now for over a week. On Monday coming up, they're getting ready for their first padded practice. Mike Tomlin spoke to the media on Thursday morning and said that they are going to have a very traditional first padded practice. So it's not going to be ridiculously long. They're going to have backs on backers. They're going to be doing some tackling drills. And yeah, everyone should be getting excited about this. But you know what? There are still some lingering questions about this whole situation. Because I'm sure there are people that are still skeptics out there. People that are saying, well, I understand what you're saying, Jeff. And I definitely agree that, you know, we'll, it, it, it looks like they're going to get, be able to get out there. But there are still some people that are probably skeptical and say, I don't know about this. I don't think it's going to work out. Football is just too physical, uh, you know, but there are a lot of questions that still need to be answered. And we're going to answer as many as we can av av right after this break. So stick with us. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Steeler fans, Jeff Hartman here, your host, back for segment two, where we need to answer some questions about this COVID-19 NFL era, and we're going to start right at the top. The title of this episode was, and is, the NFL 2020 season will go off as scheduled, and I think that is fact. Barring an extreme outbreak between uh, within an organization, I think that there is no doubt the season is going to start on schedule and everything is going to go off without a hitch. The question at the top of everyone's brain right now is that there's a lot of things that still have to be deciphered. And the number one question is it will start, but will it end? Meaning will the NFL have to shut things down? Well, let's take a look. Let's take a step back before we take a step forward. There's a lot that still has to be deciphered with football. You know, you, you, for instance, you think about the virus and what we've learned about it. There's differences between football and baseball because I'm not going to compare them to the bubble sports because they're in a bubble and they're a controlled environment and they should be able, they should be doing what they're doing. And that is they get them in the bubble, they keep them in the bubble and you don't have any issues with an outbreak because no one's leaving that bubble. So let's look at baseball. Well, Football's roster sizes are much larger than baseball. We're talking 53 players, and that's not counting training camp where there's 80. That's significant. And you look at the Steelers and what have they done at training camp in Heinz Field. They're using all of Heinz Field. Uh, it's pretty remarkable. They're using four locker rooms. They're using their home locker room. They're using the visitor's locker room. They're using the University of Pittsburgh's locker room, and they're using the University of Pittsburgh's visiting locker room. And on top of that, they have players in suites. I've talked about this on previous shows where Joe Hayden is literally in a suite, a luxury suite in the upper deck of Heinz Field. And that's kind of his own personal locker room. Pretty impressive. So the roster sizes are huge and eventually they're going to have to condense them down to 53, but that's still a lot of players. Unlike baseball, where the only time you really have contact with another player is catcher to hitter, first baseman when they're holding a player on first. And even then it's just not, they're not in constant contact they might be near but they're not in constant contact football there is hitting every single time the ball is snapped whether it's the person getting tackled or whether it's linemen crashing into each other like two titans every single play and then the third thing that has to be deciphered is are the players going to be able to adjust their lifestyles to make sure this season goes off 
without any hitches. And that's something that you've heard, not just with the Steelers. You've heard it across the NFL landscape. People saying the team that is the most responsible very well could be the team that wins the Super Bowl. Meaning the team that says we're going to sacrifice our own personal desires to go out, to party, to drink, to just really do whatever they usually do and says, you know what, I'm not going to do that because this means a lot to me. The team that's willing to sacrifice that stuff very well could be the team that wins it all. And that's true. And that's absolutely true. So the question that we had started with this segment was, yes, we do all think, or at least I think, that the NFL season is going to start on time, but will there be a conclusion to the season or will it get shut down? I don't have that answer, but I can tell you this. The fact that so far the positivity rate is so low is really promising. It is really promising. Now, there's a lot of things that have to be deal with. I'm going to be very interested in seeing once hitting starts, when physical contact is now a part of life with the NFL again, does the positivity rate change at all? For instance, when backs on backers is happening and you have Vince Williams running into James Conner and you have Ola Adenye going up against Derek Watt, when you have all these situations going on, will you see a spike in cases? Will you see a positivity rate increase? If you do, that's not good. Because if you see that in training camp, when these players have just been around each other, they're not playing another team from another area. When they're just being around each other, that's not good. That's a horrible sign if that number goes up. If it goes down or stays the same, so far so good. And the sad thing is, is that without a preseason, no one will know anything until week one when these two teams, whoever they're playing, so for instance in Pittsburgh, when they go to MetLife Stadium to play the New York Giants in New Jersey, no one will know about what to expect because no one's ever experienced this in this era of football. So it'll start, but will it end? So far, so good. We'll just leave it at that. The next part is in the NFL, how do they handle a potential outbreak? You look at baseball with the Marlins and the Cardinals. What will the NFL do if, let's just say, because I'm thinking about hotspot areas, the Miami Dolphins, and you look at uh, the Dallas Cowboys because Texas has has had seen more cases, and you look at the Arizona Cardinals. If they these three teams have have it run through their locker room, how are they going to handle that? Are they going to move by weeks? Are they going to say okay? Are they going to shuffle the schedule? Are they going to not play sixteen games? These are questions that are going to have to be answered. But unfortunately, I don't even know that the NFL has the answer to this. The NFL might be saying, you know what? We're just going to take it as we go. We have an idea as to what we're going to do. We hope we don't have to do that. But if we do, here's what we're going to do. They haven't made that public. But at the same time, you have to wonder if if something happens, what will they? how will they handle it? I do think there is some leeway in terms of if they decide to say, you know what? Every team's going to be off on week five because we need to make sure we get this under control so we can make adjustments, blah, blah, blah. And then we're going to extend the season. I'm not sure if they would go to those lengths, especially if, let's say, those three teams that I mentioned, the Dolphins, the Cowboys, and the Cardinals all had outbreaks. It wouldn't impact a Pittsburgh versus Baltimore game. These are questions that have yet to be deciphered. If they handle an outbreak well, should be good to go. If they don't, this could linger, and it could be something that really 
puts the season in jeopardy. Also, will all 16 games be played? Will it be a point where they say, you know what, this is all this is all well and good, but the problem with this is, is that if there are outbreaks, do they have to cut games? Do they say we're going to cut a couple games per team, and so instead of 16 games, maybe it's 14 games, or maybe instead of 16, it's 10. Uh, I have a feeling that if had, they had to cut games, they would just cut the season, and they would just end it. I don't. Ho- I hope it doesn't get to that. I don't think it will get to that, but at the same time, you have to ask yourself, will all 16 games even be played in 2020? Will fans be in seats, even at partial capacity? Now, I do think that this question depends on the area. So, for instance, in Pittsburgh, it's Allegheny County. So the state of Pennsylvania Health Department will have to say, that's okay, we can do this, we can do it the right way, we can have maybe... I don't know, 10,000 people in the stadium. If they're in these pods and they're spread out all throughout the, the stadium, they would have to give the green light. But then you look in Philadelphia, the other side of the state, and they've already said there will be no mass gatherings until 2021. So because of that, that means that Phillies, even if they had the option, would not be able to have fans in attendance. Eagles, forget about it. You're not having any fans at games this year. So it's going to depend on the local health department. I don't know if that'll, I know Dallas because their stadium holds over 100,000 people. They've already said they're looking to hopefully get 25% capacity on game days. So that's only 25,000 people, but at the same time, that's revenue that the team and the NFL would be getting compared to the alternative of $0. The Baltimore Ravens stadium, M&T Bank, which I believe holds roughly 70 to 75,000 fans, They're trying to get about 10,000 fans in there for game days. But again, depends on Baltimore County's health department and whether or not they're going to allow any fans at all. The Steelers have already put in a plan to the Allegheny Allegheny County Health Department basically stating, here's our plan if we are allowed to have fans. Here's how we're going to do it. Probably. It will probably look like if I have a ticket, I I know which pod I'm sitting in, I need to enter on this at this time at this location we're going to all have masks on we're all going to be six feet apart we're going to make sure that it's safe we'll see we'll see but that's a question though and then you know a part of me just because it's the way i think i often ask myself what will 2021 look like and let's say that this season goes off okay let's say there's no fans in seats and the season is played, 16 games are played, playoffs are done, Super Bowl champion crowned. Well, what's 2021 going to look like? Are, are fans going to be allowed back? Is this, you know, not going to, you know, I think everyone's thinking, oh, well, after this season, we'll be fine. We'll be back in s- packed houses where Heinz Field's rocking to a standing room only crowd of 66,000 or whatever it holds now because they had that other, that end zone now has all those seats now. Um, Will it go back to that or will it be completely different? You know, people talk about the new normal. I use air quotes when I say that. I'm not a big fan of that. But at the same time, you have to ask yourself, what's football in 2021 going to look like? Well, I've said it before and I'll say it again. And that is that to me, some football fans, no fans played in neutral sites. If the NFL were to say we're going to go into a bubble 
and teams are going to play X number of games in, in different locations. And some football is better than no football. And so I know it might look different. It might be different. It might seem strange and odd, but at the same time, I look at this and say, I'm just going to enjoy football for as long as I, I, as long as I can. There are skeptics out there that almost, it almost feels like they are rooting for this to fail. Okay. And I don't think they want anyone to get sick. I don't think they want anyone to have any long-term issues. They don't want anyone to die. They don't want this to be transmitted to an elderly family member. They don't want anyone that's at risk or considered a high-risk case to contract the virus. That's not what they're saying, but they don't. They basically stood on this mountain, and they want to be able to say, Ha! I told you so. And for me, that's just not how I, I I like to go. I hope this goes off well. I hope that no one gets sick. I hope that the NFL and Dr. Alan Sills and all the medical people that are involved with the protocols and the safety of the players, I hope that this goes off as smooth as possible when you're dealing with something like COVID-19, which really has has been a unique circumstance for everyone right now. So I know there's skeptics out there. There's pessimists out there that don't think it'll happen. I just hope that we're all able to enjoy some football this year. It's going to be weird to see a touchdown scored and it's kind of quiet. I watched the NHL playoffs and although the visual, because they covered up the seats, they had lights, they had big screens. And so you had some eye triggering things behind the play that are normally fans. It it didn't seem that out of place, but football is a little different. You know, I know that they're going to tarp those lower bowl seats so that, from a visual television standpoint, it's just going to look like tarps on seats. Uh, you think about Heinz Field with those yellow, those gold seats. You're, you're my gosh, that's going to look absolutely hideous. From a visual standpoint, you're probably not going to see too much. They're probably not going to have the panoramic views of the stadiums, uh, just like they didn't when Jacksonville down in Florida could never fill their stadium. They would have tarps in the upper deck. Very, very few times did CBS say, "All right, let's give an aerial view of." I don't know what the name of the stadium is now, but down in Jacksonville, because it's kind of embarrassing. The NFL is going to, they're going to do everything in their power to play. I don't think they're going to do what baseball did where this seems like the protocols they put in place. They're not going to utilize. And I talk about expanded rosters. I'm talking about taxi squads and, and, and we're talking about football. We're talking about the practice squad. It's being expanded. I think the NFL is saying, look, we're going to get this thing done. Why? There's too much money in involved for it not to get done. So I think it's definitely going to start off as scheduled, and I'm going to go as far as saying I think it's going to finish. How it finishes, how many big-name players have to miss a week or two because they have to step away and, and take care of themselves and test negative before they can return. How does the league handle any potential outbreak? These are questions that we just don't have the answers for. But I think that they are going to see, we're going to see a season We're going to crown a champion. Who's it going to be? Maybe, just maybe, like I said earlier in the show, the most responsible team will win the Super Bowl. We'll see. There's plenty to talk about, and we're going to be right there with you every step of the way here at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Make sure that you follow us on our audio platforms, wherever that is you listen. If it's on Spotify, follow us. If it's on iTunes, subscribe. Also, if you're on iTunes, give us a four-star, I'm sorry, a five-star rating and give us a good comment. I was looking at our comments the other day. Some are rather stale, meaning they're old. So we'd love to give some new comments in there. It does help us with exposure. So if someone comes in and says, types in Steelers podcast, ours comes up. Also on uh, things like Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, even Pandora, your free Pandora app. Just search behind the steel curtain and you will see our podcast platform show up. You can listen to it there. Everything is absolutely free. You don't need any paid subscription or anything like that. And you're going to get three potential episodes a day. We have the morning show, whether it's Let's Ride, Steelers Retro Show, or Steelers Stat Geek. And we also have our PM shows every single night that are broken down into two parts. So there's three potential episodes for you to listen to every single day. I hope you do that. I hope you check out behindthesteelcurtain.com for the best analysis, commentary, breaking news on the black and gold that you will find anywhere. Monday's a big day, folks. Pads go on. I'll be back with you on Monday to talk all about that and more as it surrounds the Pittsburgh Steelers. I hope you have a phenomenal weekend, everyone. Stay safe. Be kind. And always remember to rock that black and gold and say hi to all those fellow teammates around the globe that are wearing the black and gold. I'm Jeff Hartman, your host. We'll see you on Monday. Have a good one. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.